Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt-out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying, and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today I'm exploring the illusion of balance. Um... Maybe it isn't an illusion, the whole work-life balance thing. Maybe it's actually insanity, which I feel like might be <laughs> might be a bit shocking to some of you because it's spoken about endlessly, isn't it? Work-life balance, how to have work-life balance, what, what boundaries we need to put into place, what things we have to do in order to ensure this thing called work-life balance. But let's just unpick that from a place of truth, really. Is that is that what we're actually doing when we when we talk about work and life in that way is that we are creating this illusion of separation between the two. Like they are opposing forces butting up against each other in our lives. And and that we have to somehow fight between the two or create this illusion of a battle between the two, be in the illusion, because actually it probably doesn't feel like an illusion. It probably really feels like a battle between the two to, to try and create balance between them. Like, you know, eventually this bit of land will be works land and this bit of land will be belong to our the rest of our life and that then, then there will be this somehow, this this balance between the two, but I would say the whole of that would be like if we carry on with that battle kind of metaphor, the whole thing is on quicksand because the whole thing is built on an illusion. I mean, the the concept of work and the concept of life are being separate is an illusion. If we look back not that far into history, there was, you know, people lived on the land they worked the land, they they lived on it. There, there was no sense that they, when they needed to work a lot because there was a lot of crops to bring in, they worked hard. And when they didn't, they didn't. And they worked to the point where they had enough to eat and enough to feed their family and maybe sell a bit. And that was it. There was no sense of that. This, this illusion has been created in much more modern times. And I'd be interested, actually, I should probably should have looked this up before to see what, what actually when actually did this whole illusion begin of, of something called work-life balance? What, when did we start talking about that? Probably when we started working a little bit more than we, that's probably healthy. So what that mental construct does is it kind of creates a lot of unnecessary stress and anxiety where we are trying, you know, to, to make the two, battling the two against each other that they are like they're separate entities then there's this 
internal struggle and internal battle between the two. And, and I see what that leads to in, in the clients that I work with. It leads to guilt. It leads to frustration. Why can't I get this right? Why am, am I the only one who doesn't manage to have this work-life balance? It's something I need to work on all the time. And, and it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And I think how I saw that play out in my own journey was, was when I sort of during my first headship, that the first headship that I had, which started in 2010, I I worked very, very, very hard to start with, um, to the exclusion of an awful lot of other things in my life. I didn't really have much of a life, a social life or anything else. Um, because my school, the school I had taken over, was graded as um, not quite good enough by Ofsted. <laughs> so I, when I took on that position, I really did work very, very hard um, alongside an amazing team to to get that school by by the, so just over two years having taken it over, we got, we got the good outcome that the school obviously really wanted. Um, and then it was a little while after that that I kind of suddenly went, oh, I have no life. I don't do anything else. And and I then began this journey into doing lots of other things. So I joined a salsa class and I started to go out a little bit more with friends and and and, and kind of sought the, the other bit of it a lot more. And after I spoke from my husband, that then led into excessive amounts of social stuff, um, all with this illusion, really, that I was trying to make myself feel better. And it, and it really what it really was very imbalanced, really towards well it was just out of out of kilter really but and I and it meant that I kind of switched off from work a little bit I became a bit disenchanted with it I suppose and and lacked motivation and and felt then that I needed to get a promotion to to fill that gap again so can you hear how it was a battle it was I'm all work now I'm all social and now oh I don't feel quite right about work so I better get a promotion to to fill that gap again and it was like this this back and forth really unhealthy um but in actual fact they're not two separate things you know I work from home and I do bits of work at all sorts of odd times so I'm I'm a very early riser my fiance is not so much so um so even when we're when we're at home definitely but even when we're away in the motorhome I'll pick up my laptop in the early hours of the morning and I'll maybe write some social media posts or you know do something about work just because I'm inspired to do it and and it doesn't really matter this whole concept and I think boundaries is the word that comes in for a lot of people here and that is that is Again, not helpful, I don't think, to think there has to be straight lines between everything. Where, where's the fluidity and flow in that? When we're, you know, as business owners, and, and even if you absolutely love your job and your, you know, your, your profession, you, when you approach that from a place of passion and purpose, you, and you see this this idea that that's all part of life. Like I really like the words interconnected, um, you know, integrated, 
the, the into words where we're saying that this is all part of us. It's all part of, of who we are. And then we can fall into a place of flow between the two and create something that is meaningful for us and works for us. So, you know, I spoke to a client recently who, you know, was contemplating an aspect of, you know, a part of life coming up and what to do about it in terms of should I be working, should I not be working? And I, I really said, well, what makes sense to you? If we think it's supposed to be very, very rigid, then we will get lost in trying to force something to be something that it isn't. But when we tap into what's right for us, it will unfold. And so how, what does that look like to me is, is that I am becoming more and more connected to my body, more and more just noticing, well, what does my body need right now you know if my eyes are getting a bit squinty and, and I'm getting a bit of a headache around here I probably know that I've been at my screen too long there's something really cool that happens in terms of in terms of integrating work and life and, and, and because I'm not advocating working all the hours that God sends and ending up making ourselves ill at all but what about if we in the present moment did what makes sense so that for me is that on a on a Sunday, Saturday, Sunday morning, whenever, I may well do a bit of work um, because I don't have any rules about it. Um, but it also means that on, I think it was Wednesday afternoon, I felt shocking. I had a massive brain fog moment. Not moment, actually. It was all day. It's still a bit there now, but it's much better than it was. And I cancelled two appointments because I felt dreadful and that was okay. It was okay for me to listen to my body and say, actually, you're not in a fit state to do this today. And that's cool too. I think if we're trying to make it all very rigid, then we're not allowing for our present momentness. That's a new word I've just made up. Don't you love it when I make up a word? I love it. Um, our present momentness to come through you because if we've said right this is work hours and this is this is life hours and it's all very rigid and and therefore I've created this balance I mean that just I mean even I'm saying that it sounds like insanity it sounds like insanity we've made up work we've made up these separate bits that are life the two are not integrated we've drawn all these lines in our life and now we're going to like go through life like a little robot doing the things we said we would do at the times we said we'd do them um and and not never the twain shall meet in the middle like that is that's insanity isn't it it's insanity because where's the presence in that where's the real time responsive intelligence where is what's happening in this moment what's my body saying in this moment you know you've planned to work at this period but like on wednesday i felt flipping awful and I needed to rest um and I did I laid on the sofa and I listened to the lovely Amy Johnson's podcast highly recommend that um and, and I dozed a bit as well which was nice and it's what I needed and it meant that an evening import a really important evening appointment I wanted to keep with a client I could do that because I'd allowed myself to rest and then you know tomorrow morning I might wake up early and decide to do some work 
it, it, it doesn't, it's, it's the rigidity that's not helpful. It's an illusion that we need to weigh the two up against each other. That will never, ever work. And as I say, the result of trying to make that happen is stress, is anxiety, is, is overwhelm. The exact opposite of what we think we're trying to get from this work-life balance thing that we're seeking all the time. The exact opposite. And, and none of us have to live life this way. We're living in other people's made-up illusions. I will find out, and I'll put it in the comments, actually, um, if you're listening to this live somewhere. I'll find, I'll find out and I'll share with you what, when it was invented. Because it was invented. Work-life balance was invented by somebody at some point. Work and life being separate was invented at some point by somebody. We don't have to take on other people's invented rubbish, other people's invented insanity. We can live life from a place of flow, from a place of calm, from a place of natural balance. Now, I talk about helping people with calm, balance and clarity, but actually I, I would prefer the word integration, but I don't think people would understand that yet. <laughs> they will eventually, but... And they will have to work with me anyway, that's for sure. So please enjoy your day, enjoy your weekend, do a bit of work here and there if you want to. There are no rules to how you live life, but there is connectedness to the present moment. And that it needs to be, that is our only guide, really. What's now? What's needed now? What's the next step? Do I feel like writing a blog on a Sunday morning, tucked up in bed with my laptop on my lap? Go for it if that's what you fancy doing. There's no rules. So have a wonderful day and a wonderful um, rest of the week, whatever stage of the week you're in, um, and lots of love. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.